missed it, download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app. Maybe this will refresh your memory. Since 2008, the Morning Sickness with Brian, Gene, and Shaw have been your wake-up specialists. Like old times, huh? Now it's time to take a look back. Go way back. It's the Monday morning throwback. Every Monday morning from the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. Going to be there this weekend for the Rock Stop on Saturday, Shaw. Hey, you've had that circled on your calendar for a while. Oh, yeah. Cheesecakes, man. Cheesecakes. Can't wait. Very excited to be at the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop on Saturday for the Rock Stop during the 95 days of summer. And uh, our Monday morning throwback is brought to you by the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop, the best little sub shop you've never heard of. This takes us all the way back to 2016. We were playing You're Killing Me, Shaws. Okay. And you gave us something wonderful, Shaw. <laughs> During an episode of sure You're Killing wonderful. Me, Shaws. It is. It is. It still is. It remains wonderful. I've I've saved it for posterity's sake, Shaw. And uh, here is the impetus of where that audio came from. Mm-hmm. The new twist on the game where I actually play the audio from the movie as opposed mm-hmm. to me delivering the line. Here it is. Listen closely. Okay. No, sir. Actually, she's out at the market buying pampers for all us kids. I think I've heard you say that line before. You want to hear it again, Sean? Yes, please. All right. You're killing me, Shaws, from First American Roofing and Siding. Here is the line from the movie one more time. No, sir. Actually, she's out at the market buying pampers for all us kids. Actually, watch this movie on the bus. <laughs> on the is way to Miller Park. Shaw? No, it's help? the one with the pampers jablomi thing or whatever, right? No. It's... Am I close? <laughs> I don't know the name of the movie. The pampers jablomi? We're coming, Bill. You got ten bucks on my morning show money. Hang on the line here. We'll get oh, your right. we'll get your info. It's Goonies. Oh, Goonies. Goonies. Oh, the movie you're thinking of. The movie you're thinking of, Shaw, is uh, PCU with Bad. Jeremy Piven. Okay. Yeah. Can you blow me where the Pampers okay. is? <laughs> apparently, right, I got him confused a little. Apparently, bit. the word Pampers is too much for you to handle. Apparently. I'm a little confused there, yeah. 2016. Mixing my movies. Our Monday morning throwback as we were playing You're Killing Me Shaws for $10 of my morning show money. The quote was from Goonies when the uh, when Troy's dad and his associates show up to get the uh, contract signed by Mikey and Brand's parents and they're not around. Brand says, no, they're out buying Pampas for all us little kids. And you mistook that for the quote from PCU. Yeah. A completely different movie mm-hmm. and in a, a completely different decade, by the way, uh, that starred Jeremy Piven, uh, where he's uh, gutter, uh, of course, is stoned out of his mind and goes downtown to get a keg of beer. And the woman asks him, can you show me where the campus is? But gutter, of course, is so stoned, he thinks she says, can you blow me where the Pampers is? And you mistook that as Pampers Jablomi. Yeah, I got it a little confused. A little bit. There was a little bit. A little bit of a, of a kerfluffle there. Mm-hmm. But Monday morning throwback, you can hear the rest of our conversation about Pampers Jablomi. On the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com, it's always brought to you by the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop in Preston. Who the hell are you guys? It's the best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. It's summertime, Shaw. Yeah, it is. It's It's August. And that means it's time for a list of things to look forward to in the month of August. Mm, Okay. We're going to start with television. Now, I'm not going to go through everything, but I'm going to give you a big list of stuff. Here we go. 
Cluster F, Woodstock 99. That debuts on Netflix on the 3rd. What is that, Wednesday? Correct. Uh, Thursday, Mike judges Beavis and Butthead on Paramount Plus, the new Beavis and Butthead series, Shaw. Uh, the Sandman on Netflix on Friday. That's based on a uh, graphic novel series from the, I think, uh, 90s. That looks really good, by the way. Uh, the new season of Hard Knocks, Detroit Lions, mm-hmm. debuts on the 9th, which is what, next Tuesday? That'll be on HBO. I Am Groot, a little miniseries, animated miniseries on Disney+. Plus. That'll be on August 10th. Also on August 10th, season three of Lock and Key on Netflix. They did a series out of A League of Their Own, Shaw. It's on Amazon oh, Prime that, on August yeah. 12th. August 17th, this is a big one. She-Hulk, Attorney at Law on Disney+. Plus. He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, season three on Netflix on the 18th. House of the Dragon, that's the other big one this month. That'll be on August 21st on HBO. That is the... Uh, uh, Game of Thrones prequel mm. series. And then this one, Shaw, if you like Ryan Reynolds and you like uh, Mac from Sunny in Philadelphia, did you know they bought a soccer team? I didn't. Yeah, so they bought a soccer team, and they're really into it, and it's called Wrexham, and they have a docu-series about the purchase and the team, and it's called Welcome to Wrexham, huh. and it's on FX on August 24th. So if you're into Wrexham or if you're into either of those two guys or you just want to watch some goofy, funny dudes... Buy a soccer team and get drunk at their own soccer games and hang out with the fans. Sounds like a good time. In terms of movies, Shaw, Prey. This is the uh, Predator movie that'll be on Hulu on the 5th. So next week or later, actually this Friday. Uh, Also on Friday on Netflix, Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the movie. And another animated film about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because you can't have enough race. Uh, Bullet Train. This is that Brad Pitt movie, Sandra Bullock, right? Oh, he just saw an ad for that, yeah. Uh, that'll be in theaters on Friday. Also, the movie Beast on the 19th. That's Idris Elba on a, I think he's on a safari with his daughters, and a lion starts trying to eat everybody, Ugh. and he's got to fight the lion off. And, uh, yeah, that'll be Beast in theaters on the 19th. Also, Orphan, First Kill, uh, a sequel to that Orphan movie that came out a few years ago. That'll be in theaters and on Paramount Plus on the 19th. In terms of sports, obviously, NFL preseason action. The Hall of Fame game yeah, is on week. Thursday. Yeah, crazy. Uh, UFC 278 on the 20th. The Coke Zero Sugar 400 at Daytona is on the 27th. And the U.S. Open starts later this month. Shaw, tennis. You like tennis? Uh, I can take it or leave it. Playing tennis on the moon, bitch. <laughs> no? You have no idea where that's from. I don't from. know what you're... You have no idea mm-hmm. where that's from, do you? And then, of course, the holidays, Shaw. These are the important ones. we got to have some holidays in a month. Today is National Girlfriend Day, as we found out earlier. How about Ice Cream Sandwich Day tomorrow? You like ice cream sandwiches? Of course. Grab some nuts day on uh, Wednesday, Shaw. Grab some nuts. What do you do when you grab nuts? I don't know. You Crack those, them open? You put those nuts in your mouth, Shaw? Mm. Uh, IPA day, you can throw that in the trash. That'll be on the 4th. International beer day on the 5th, Shaw. So Friday, international beer day. Uh, disc golf day and mead day on the 6th, which is Saturday. Root beer float day is on Saturday as well. Uh, let's see. National friendship day on the 7th. Ooh, pickleball day on the 8th. How about Duran Duran Appreciation Day on the 10th? Christy Nix, somebody alert the media. Uh, what do we got? Bowling Day, National Bowling Day on the 13th. What do we got? I'm looking for more uh, alcohol-related ones. How about uh, National Rum Day on the 16th of August? Oh, here's one for Shaw. On the 17th, it's National I Love My Feet Day. We'll have to make sure we bring that up. Pinot Noir Day. Peanut Noir on the 18th. Radio Day on the 20th. Knife Day on the 24th. Celebrate Knives on Knife Day. Whiskey Sour Day on the 25th. Red Wine Day on the 28th. And uh, National Beach Day on the 30th. So there you go. Some things to look forward to in the month of August. There's lots going on, obviously, in our area as well. But uh, on a national scale, those are the things you can look forward to 
in the month of August. Brian, Gene, and Shaw get their best stuff every Saturday morning. Good morning. Good morning to you, too. Fries and Shaw's. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. You like candy, Shaw? Sure, sometimes. I enjoy candy. Mostly of the chocolate variety. Not a fan of fruity candy. A lemon drop now and again or something? I don't mind nerds. But if I'm going candy, I'm going Kit Kat. I'm going peanut butter cup. Butterfinger. Occasionally. Snickers, Three Musketeers. Something along those lines. Not a fan of sour candy either. Sour Patch Kids or Warheads or any of that stuff. Candy's supposed to be sweet, right? It's supposed to be sugar. Yeah. I don't want that other crap. (laughs) There is a website called Candy Funhouse that sells candy online, and they're looking to hire their first chief candy officer. Ooh. With a salary of hundred grand a year, Shaw. That's a pretty sweet salary. CCO, okay. A CCO. Anyone over the age of five, (laughs) one, two, three, four, five, can apply for this job, and there's no previous work experience necessary. Just have to like candy. Yeah, right? All you got to do is love candy, be willing to taste test a ton of it, by the way, and have no serious food allergies because obviously their candies probably have a lot of different stuff in there. And if you got to test 3,500 different candies every month, by the way, you probably need to be completely immune to food allergies. It's like 100 different candies a day. They're based in Canada, so that's uh, 100 grand in Canadian dollars, about 78,000 in U.S. dollars. Uh, The job can be done remotely, so they'll ship you the candies, and then you taste test them, and I'm assuming there'll be, you know, blogs and videos. Write your reviews. Yeah, and social media posts and all that stuff. The main job duties uh, include being their head taste tester and deciding which products to carry. One story that I saw this morning claims that you have to taste test 3,500 candies a month, a little more than 100 a day. That's the total number of products they currently sell, so I don't know. That's a lot of sugar. Um, that's a, yeah, it's a ton of sugar. My guess is that there's probably like new stuff in the pipeline that they want you to try and taste test and see if it'll be something that they put out in stores. Like they, beta testing, yeah. Yeah, they did release a, uh, a TikTok video with some information about their chief tasting officer that they're looking for. We're Candy Funhouse's candyologist, and we are looking for a chief candy officer. You can make up to $100,000 per year. You get to taste test over 3,500 products and become our head taste tester. Anyone ages 5 plus can apply. If you or your child are interested in becoming their chief candy tasting officer, Mm -hmm. Shaw, you got until the end of August, so you got a whole month. Apply on LinkedIn. Go to their website. They say it comes with an extensive dental plan, by the way, which (laughs) you're probably going to need if you're trying all that sugar. But Candy Funhouse is looking for a chief candy officer, a CCO, to earn almost hundred grand. And my guess is it's a one-year position. I would think so. I'm guessing that's not going to be like, a, oh, you did such a good job this year, we're going to have you back next year. That's a lot of money to eat candy. Yeah. Do I have to tell them why I sh- should get the job, or do I just have to fill out an application? I'm assuming you can just... Uh, there's probably an essay portion mm-hmm. at some point. You probably have to fill out some sort of like... Why are you applying for this job? Maybe in the interview process, like, if there was a penguin behind you right now, what would you say? What would you do? 
Right, Shaw? Right. I would, I'd probably pull the, which one was it? Billy Madison, when he gets drunk and sees the, the penguin, right? Yeah, I don't know. You'll have to fill me in. I see you, Mr. Penguin. <laughs> so sorry to interrupt. <laughs> they'd be like, what? And I'd be like, what? And then they'd be like, you're fired. And I'd be like, okay, I didn't even have the job. Shampoo is better. I go in the hair. No. I can't. You're going to confuse them. They're yeah. going to call security. Yeah, maybe I'll show up like uh, like stepbrothers. I'll have somebody in a tuxedo sitting behind me. Hello. Nice. Chief Candy Officer, Shaw. Candy Funhouse out of Canada. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for further developments, which will be broadcast immediately as received. We've got more of the best of the morning sickness in just a bit. Hell yeah, bitch. <laughs> The best of the morning sickness with Brian and Gene, only on 95.7 The Rock. And I'm sure some of you watched this over the weekend. The roast and then the subsequent final match of Ric Flair's career. Woo! Ric Flair did the struts. He came out in the robe. Delivered the chops. Woo! And then got the win. Even bled. He said he was going to bleed, and he bled. Good for him. I got to be honest. As much as I love Ric Flair, I really hope this is it. And it's not a Ric Flair thing. It's just that I'm tired of people saying this is my last match, and then they do it. It's like, can we stop going to the well with the whole last match thing? Especially when you're like 73. Look, he looked in great shape. He still wore a t-shirt the entire time. He was gassed by the end of it, but he was able to walk out of there under his own power. He didn't have to be carried out or stretchered out or any of that stuff. But can this be it? Can this, as much as I love Ric Flair, we've got decades of videos on the internet and VHS tapes and DVDs that we can watch. Remember the good times, all that stuff. I don't know if I need to see a 74 or 75-year-old Ric Flair in the ring again. I definitely want to meet him. Definitely want to get my picture taken with him when he's at Champions in August, uh, October. I'm working on that. But I don't know if I want to see him in the ring again. Flair's final wrestling match on Sunday nights. Sold out Municipal Auditorium. He ended it with the signature figure four leg lock. Woo! The Nature Boy, Ric Flair, 73. Winner, of course, in a tag team match alongside partner and son-in-law, Andrade L. Idolo, against the team of Jay Lethal and Double J, Jeff Jarrett. J-E-F-F-J-A-R-R-E-T. After the match, Flair helped out of the ring, greeted his family in the front row, as well as pro wrestling's luminaries, including The Undertaker, Bret Hart, and Mick Foley. The photos of that making their way all over the interwebs, if you haven't seen them. It's pretty cool. See how those guys show up and support Ric Flair in his hopefully final match. Flair said after the bouts, quote, I had one of my best matches of my career here with Ricky Steamboat. Woo. All my family is here. Woo. We made jokes about me being married five times. Woo. All the kids are here. One wife, but all my granddaughters, my friends are here. I swear to God, guys, if I didn't have enough pressure on me tonight, effing Kid Rock walked into the locker room tonight. Oh man, that's about as American as apple pie. Kid Rock and Ric Flair in the in the back room just having a having a PBR for good time's sake. You talking to the Rolex wearing 
Diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, wheeling dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. To be the man, you got to beat the man. Space Mountain, oldest ride, longest line, all that stuff. Love it. Gonna love it for the rest of my life, but I've had enough of watching Ric Flair in the ring. I don't want to see him wrestle again. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. But let's be honest, Shaw's the real star of the show. A 35-second shot, Cock. We dreamed, we hoped, we prayed, we made deals with Satan, and I, I still didn't win the lottery, Shaw. Uh, no. I did everything I could to win a billion dollars. <laughs> but I didn't win. We even added Brad to the foursome here. Yeah, we had 40 bucks worth and still came out empty. Didn't get diddly poo. But obviously the the billion dollar jackpot over the weekend was won by one person, Mm -hmm. a fib. In Des Plaines, Illinois. Des Plaines, Illinois. Somebody won it. And of course, uh, leading up to the jackpot, Sean, and the drawing, Everybody has the discussion. Everybody does. What are you going to do if oh, you sure. win? Right? Yeah. That's we, part of the fun. We love it. We love joy. Uh, we love to think about joy and about being free of, of all of this tyranny and oppression, Shaw, <laughs> paying bills <laughs> and having to work for a living, right? Sure. Uh, a new poll, a recent poll, asking Americans, if you did win the billion-dollar lottery jackpot, what would you do with the majority of the winnings? And these people are idiots. <laughs> of people say they'd invest most of the money. That's a pretty good amount of money or a pretty good amount of people. A quarter of people say they'd invest it, right? A bunch of it. Yeah, I think I would. That keeps it safe. You could put away a bunch of it and and the interest you earn will keep keep it going for the rest of your life. Uh, 20% of people say they drop most of it in their savings. 18% 18% said they'd give a majority of it to their friends and family. These are the a idiots. A majority? These are the idiots. Yeah, they're I mean, talking some, about- not a majority. I would take care of a few people. Very close friends. Mom. I was going to say your mom, yeah. Donuts. That would be about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my, my in-laws, I'd have to. I mean, I'd, they don't, they're not top of mind, but I am married to their daughter, so I'd probably have to give them something, right? But that's about it, Shaw. I'm not going any further than that circle. Mm-hmm. 11% said they'd give most of it away to charity. Those are some some serious idiots. Well, that's very generous of them. No. 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 I'm good. I'm, I'm not giving any to charity. None. No. Zero dollars. Okay. No. None. I am not a charitable person. That's not true. You do I'm, lots of charity work. Shut your mouth. <laughs> I'm certainly not giving it to charity. Definitely not. 8% said they'd just spend it. I'd take a while. Another 8% selected other, which is intriguing. What is the other? What, what is the other, right? What are you doing with it? You're not saving it and you're not spending it. What are you're you doing? You're not saving with it, it, spending it, or donating it. What are you doing with it? Mm-hmm. Are you burning it? Are you doing Burying the, it in the backyard in coffee you, cans? <laughs> are you doing the Joker and just setting it on fire? Uh, some other highlights from this poll about what people would do if they won the billion dollar lottery. 31% of people say they never play the lotto. 10% play once a week. 14% play once. Or twice a month, and 22% play a few times a year. I think the only time I ever buy a lottery ticket, Shaw, is when the jackpots get out of control. Yeah, if I buy a half dozen tickets a year, that's 
pretty much it for me. I mean, I'll, I'll spooky spin till I'm blue in the face, <laughs> and I'll occasionally pick up a scratch off, but I don't, uh, you know, in pull tabs here and there, it's not that I don't do any gambling, Shaw, but in terms of the lottery, I'm not one of those. Right. Well, your odds are so low. 61% of lottery players have won money from a ticket before. That's interesting, Shaw. 61%. That's on the right side of things. And 87% of people in this uh, survey agree that lottery winners should be able to remain anonymous, while 6% believe their identity should be public info. Uh I think, yeah, I think uh, states that do the uh, public info thing should change that because we're living in dangerous times. Right, right, right. I mean, we're seeing people smash and grabs, you know, these uh, guys and gals that are going into stores and and groups of people and Mm -hmm. robbing them. We've seen the watch people, right? They're punching Mm -hmm. people out and stealing their watches. I think uh, anonymity when it comes to winning a billion dollars might I, be I agree. might be important to Personal somebody. security. Yeah. I don't think it'll change anytime soon, but maybe. We'll see. If I had a million dollars, Shaw, mm-hmm. I'd be rich. Yes, you would. If you had a billion, you'd be even richer. Yeah. Not awesome. Not great. The best is yet to come. But better than average. You go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. Oh, man. People have some hate for Nickelback. Yes, that's true. They sell millions of albums. They sell out shows. I guess they're nice guys. They're from Canada. I would assume they're nice, right? I mean, they're Canadian. They've had a successful career. They've had a a very successful career, but for some reason, people have hatred for Nickelback. A lot of times, they can't even explain it. They just hate them. I don't know why they suck. That's about it. That's all you get out of people. I hate them. I hate them. They suck. They don't really have any reason. And they're not the only famous people that people hate for no reason, Shaw. There's a uh, Reddit thread right now where people are talking about celebrities they hate for no good reason. Huh. Just don't like them. Do you have any celebrities that you hate for no no particular reason? No, I don't have a lot of hate. I mean, if I don't like them, I just ignore them. Is there someone that you don't like? That you have no reason for not liking, you're just like, man, I. you see his picture or her picture or something on the internet, and you're like, I can't stand that person. No, I, not that I can think of. Kardashians, no? no I, I mean, I don't hate them. I, I hate them. think they're a waste Eagles, of space. Do you hate the Eagles, I don't man? hate the Eagles, although my <laughs> wife and I share that comment every time we hear an Eagles song. But. Uh, I don't know if these are in any particular order in terms of how many down votes and up votes they get or whatever you want to call it, but Bieber makes a list, of course. Justin Bieber. Yeah, he's people. polarizing, yeah. Yeah. It, my, it was in my memories the other day on Facebook when he was at Lake Nashonic. Mm-hmm. Remember everybody freaking out because right. Justin Bieber was at Lake Nashonic? I think the girl he was dating or married to has got family in the area. Is that the deal? I think so, yeah. And I right. think they're married now, I believe. Yeah, there were pictures of people driving by, taking pictures of Justice. Can you imagine that? his tour bus. Like, man, I'm in the middle of freaking, I'm literally in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And someone, yeah. Backwoods, Wisconsin, and everybody knows I'm here. Harry Styles is on the list. Someone said, uh, quote, on this Reddit thread about celebrities that people hate for no good reason. Somebody said about Harry Styles, quote, I just don't like the whole be positive thing he does. (laughs) I can get behind that. I don't like positive things. (laughs) Said the negative person. Oh, I love it. I love that negativity, that pessimism, Shaw. I love it. Uh, Most of the Friends cast, I think. Millennials and woke people don't like the friends thing, right? They're they're over it. Ed Sheeran, I don't. What's wrong with Ed Sheeran? Yeah, he's got some great uh, popular music anyway. He likes ketchup. Like him, he's very artistic, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
I don't like the way he wormed himself into uh, Game of Thrones, but I would do the same thing, however. Right. You know you what I mean? fault him for it. But right. Like, if I was famous and rich. He's just mad he pulled it off. I would, be, I would be like, hey, put me in a Vanilla Ice video. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Somehow superimpose me. LeBron James, no big surprise here, makes the list of celebrities that people hate for no good reason. I think there's probably plenty of reasons you could hate LeBron James. Especially if he buries your Boston Celtics in the playoffs every freaking time he plays them. <laughs> Adam Sandler, again, very polarizing. I think early in his career, he was always kind of that doofus yeah. character. Whether it was the Water Boy or Billy Madison. Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore, Little Nicky, all these you know goofy movies. And I think people got sick of those characters. Mm-hmm. But if you haven't seen like Uncut Gems or what's the new one? I just on? watched The Hustle the other day. It yeah, was good. It was good, right? Very good. People say it's really good. Like it's uh, up on par with... Uh, with the Uncut Gems movie, is that mm-hmm. correct? I think so, yeah. I thought it was very well done. Did you see it? I yeah. mean, the Uncut Gems? Yes, I did. Okay, so you would agree then. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, here's a weird one. Richard Dreyfus. Why? What the hell did Richard Dreyfus ever do? He hasn't right. even been relevant in like 20 years. I think the last movie I saw him in was that Piranha movie that came out a few years ago. Great role in Jaws. I mean... What the hell did Richard Dreyfus yeah, do to I somebody? Lizzo, Will Smith, no big surprise here, the Kardashians... People have a lot of hatred for Will Ferrell. As funny as some people find him, some people can't stand him. Huh. But there's a uh, Reddit thread now of celebrities that people cannot stand for no good reason. Somebody put Bonnie Raitt, by the way, on the list. Really? They said, quote, she rubs me the wrong way. <laughs> I can't sorry. imagine. She's uh, full of positivity. I wonder if Bonnie responded to that comment with a, I'll rub you the right way if you ask. <laughs> yeah. But uh, a Reddit thread about celebrities we all hate. Again, Nickelback is on that list somewhere, Shaw. For some reason, people just hate Nickelback. They don't like him. I think it's this song. I think it was photographed. Mm-hmm. Whenever this song came out. It's too commercial for me, but it just it I, seems like it's like this perfect little song, you know? But, I think the problem was it was everywhere. Yeah. Like rock stations were playing it, and then pop stations sure. were playing it, and then it was in the elevators and in the stores yeah, yeah, and in commercials, that. and it was everywhere, and now it's sort of got a revival because it's a meme. But I think it just, I think it grinded on people's nerves. I think that's what did it. And then they're just like, okay, I can't stand Nickelback, even though it's really just that one song I don't like. I like it. No, I love it. Keep listening. More of the best of the morning sickness is coming up. Where's this coming from, man? 95.7, The Rock. Uh, Dozens of first responders spent much of the day yesterday searching for a man in Florida they thought had got stuck in a manhole. Florida man? Yeah, it all started when city workers opened a manhole cover to find a man down in the storm drain. The man asked the workers for a drink, and they gave him a Mountain Dew, but then they lost contact with him. They weren't sure if he was stuck or just walked out the end of the drain. Crews sent in a drone and even cameras, but never found the man, who remains unidentified. Firefighters now believe the man walked out the other end on his own, but it was a huge disruption in the area. Well, yeah, you think? Right. You ever been stuck in a manhole? No, I've certainly never gone down there and... Purpose. You've never been down a man's hole in purpose? Manhole? I mean, manhole. excuse me, Shaw. Right. I don't know how I made that error. Sorry. A fire burning in Utah was started by a man who was trying to kill a spider mm. yesterday. Yeah. Reports of a fire came in just before 5 p.m., led to several nearby departments uh, responding. Uh, as crews got there, they got to the area where it appeared the fire had started, and there was a man there with his dog, according to the sheriff's office. The man told him that he was there and that he was the one who started the fire and that he'd been using a lighter to burn a spider. 
Cobb said, we don't know why he was doing that. He's been arrested and is being booked into jail on a fire-related charge. He was also found to be in possession of drugs and paraphernalia. What? So he'll be booked on those charges as well. In Idaho, a 58-year-old man tried to throw a container of meth into a riverbank during a traffic stop. Mm. According to the Idaho County Sheriff's Office, a deputy spotted a, stopped a vehicle for a traffic violation. The driver got out and then walked toward the nearby riverbank and tried to throw something into the river. Okay. Well, it bounced off a tree and didn't make it into the water. No. The item was later identified as a Tupperware container with half an ounce of methamphetamine. He keeps his meth in a Tupperware container? In a Tupperware container, container yes. Does Tupperware put that in their ads? I don't think so. Is I don't part know of the... that an intended use. Is that one of the selling techniques when right. you have a Tupperware party? It's good for your meth. It's good for your meth. You can put your meth in there. Look how convenient it is. Mm-hmm. And look at the cover. It keeps it safely secure. Right. You throw it against a tree and it's still fully contained. Who throws a shoe? Honestly. Right. He didn't throw a shoe. He threw his Tupperware mm-hmm. container full of meth. When you're running from the cops, don't pick a getaway vehicle that has a top speed of three miles an hour. Oh. Cops got several reports of some guy in an SUV driving recklessly in a parking lot near San Francisco. The guy's name is Josh Smoke. He's 41. When cops showed up, they realized there was a warrant out for his arrest, so they tried to arrest him. But he ended up fleeing the scene on a paddleboard. On a paddleboard? He ditched his SUV, drove into a nearby canal, stole someone's stand-up paddleboard, and started paddling away on it. (laughs) Cops tracked him for a whole two blocks. We can still see you down there. (laughs) Exactly. They were able to arrest him. He was The original warrant had to do with vandalism and assault. He's also now facing charges for obstruction, (laughs) giving a false identity. Video. And theft charges for stealing the paddleboard. Is paddle there a board. video of this guy? On the I have not board? seen any video. Just going at it. Just paddle, 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 as paddle. As paddle, furiously as he can. Yeah. We can still see you, Jeffrey. <laughs> we know where you are. You're in a canal. You can't even get out of that thing. I'm assuming the canal has got sides on it, right? I would imagine, yeah. Yeah, it's not like it opens up to the ocean, right? Where he can just float away somewhere. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey, come on, man. Just get out of there, Jeffrey. You're doing all this work for nothing. We're just going to go to the end and wait. You're going to get out eventually, Jeffrey. And that's what happened. On his stupid paddleboard. What the hell am I going to do? I crash into this canal. I know. I'll take this, this paddleboard. That'll get me. Make my getaway. Oh, my goodness. Criminals are so dumb. Mm-hmm. Uh, paddle, 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 paddle. Just going <laughs> at it. Just having himself. Must have been tired. Did all that work for nothing. Right? Oh, my arms are sore. Hey, you guys got any of that Gatorade from that dude? <laughs> that oh, dude God. that's handing it out? I'm tired and thirsty, man. All this paddling has made me thirsty. Oh, <laughs> uh, what a dingus. <laughs> oh, man. Paddle, 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 paddle. Just having at it. I'm ready to rock when you are. So let's do this. It's the best of the morning sickness. Good morning. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. It's summertime, summertime, summer, summer, summertime, 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 Tips you can use all summer long. Here's a tip. And just the tip. Whoa. It's the summer party tip. Every Wednesday morning between Memorial Day and Labor Day. Welcome to summer. Go. Thanks to A1 Glass. And only on The Morning Sickness. On 95.7 The Rock. Summer! A1 Glass hooking somebody up with a $50 Quick Trip gift card each and every Wednesday when we do our summer party tip because it's their 50th anniversary. All you got to do is click win stuff on the app or on the website for your chance to win that $50 Quick Trip gift card, which I tell you what, Shock, come in handy. Yes, it would. I know gas prices are going down a little bit, but they're still still over uh, almost close to four bucks, a lot closer to four than they are to three. Mm -hmm. Tyler Schultz of Stoddard is our winner this week. Congratulations, Tyler Schultz. 
He clicked win stuff on the app or on the website, and now he's got a $50 Quick Trip gift card courtesy of A1 Glass, celebrating 50 years in the industry, huh. Shaw. You're, you're not around for 50 years if you're not doing things That's right. That's correct. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been doing radio here in La Crosse for almost 20 years, and I effed up a lot, <laughs> but somehow I'm still here. Right? A1 Glass, though, they've been around for 50 years, so you That's can tell. Impressive. That's some good stuff right there, A1 Glass. All right. Summer party tip. I've learned a few things over the years, Shaw. As you know, my wife and I have an annual backyard barbecue. Uh It's actually coming up in a few weeks at our house. It started out with just some friends in the backyard of our apartment over on Jackson Street many years ago, having some chips and some beers and listening to some tunes on the stereo. That was it. That was the first year. That's how it started. It was just, a you know, we were like, hey, let's get together with some friends. They came over and we hung out in the backyard. There was literally nothing going on. summer day and... A yep. couple of beers. No, no particular reason. No holiday. Nothing. Yep. No birthdays. None of that. And then it bloomed and blossomed and eventually became what it is, which is this uh, thing that requires lots of uh, preparation. Months and months and weeks of preparation, Shaw. Uh, it has become a, uh, a fine dining experience. We turned it into a potluck and all of our friends try to outdo each other, mm-hmm. which I love because there's always tons of food there. <laughs> but uh, here are some things that I've learned along the way, Shaw. Okay. Maybe a couple of tips that... Uh, you can put in your, uh, you know, down on your list of things that you should do if you're having a backyard barbecue with a bunch of people over. Uh, years ago, when we first got started, Shaw, everybody just kind of BYOB. And then I started buying a keg as we got ready for the party. The problem was cups. Right. All the cups look the same. So just one of those simple things. Put a Sharpie on top of the mm-hmm. kegerator or wherever the keg is located. Uh, put Sharpies there and have people write their names on their cups. Good now, idea. eventually they're going to lose the cup because you're drinking. It's a party. that That's bound to happen. But it can cut down on that a little bit. The Sharpie helps. Mm-hmm. We also like to use the, uh, I don't know if you remember, but when you used to go to the Lumberyard, the logger games, yeah. you get those uh, reusable cups. Mm-hmm. We use those instead of Red Solo cups so there's less trash. That's a good idea. You know, throw them in the washing machine, yep. uh, dishwasher after you, and, 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 and reuse them. So, uh, But there you go. Some Sharpies might help people label their drinks. Remember which one's theirs. You know, they set it down. They go inside. Next thing you know, they come out. They're like, oh, there's 10 things that look like mine. (laughs) Uh, This is another one that I learned the hard way. Make sure you have plenty of trash barrels, especially if you're having a lot of people over. Uh, You know, you don't want to be the the party host that's constantly cleaning up, Shaw. Right, right, right. And emptying the trash in the middle of a party or something. Let's be honest. You have to do it sometimes. But we learned one year because our dog food bin looks like a trash can. Uh Uh-oh. And so people were just piling trash in there and push. And so, like, it ruined a whole entire bag of dog, dog food, food that we yeah. had dumped in there uh, because we didn't have enough trash cans. So uh, we like to have several big trash cans outside. Yeah, there's a bunch of flies and it's messy and whatever, but it just makes things a lot easier. Also, when it comes to recycling, I try my best to be a, a recycling person, Shaw, mm-hmm. um, especially with the single stream that we have here in town. But I just let it go out the window for the party. I just said, whatever. Okay. I'm not going to be pulling bottles and cans and all that. People are just going to throw stuff away. And yeah, I'll just, yeah. One day a year, I say, sure. I say, yeah. You can still sleep at night. Yeah, I'll be all right. Uh, the other thing that you got to remember, especially if it's a summer party shop, provide plenty of shade during the day and light at night. Yeah. Uh, we've got a big 10 by 20 that I borrow from a buddy of mine, one of those canopies. And then I have several other 10 by 10s that we put in our backyard. because shade we, there. Yeah, so people have places to hang out under under mm-hmm. some shade. And then at night, we've got plenty of lights hung up. I string up a bunch of our Christmas lights oh, nice. uh, throughout the backyard. It provides some nice ambiance. And then my wife's got some of those funky little lanterns and things mm-hmm. like that. Tiki Very festive. To- uh, tiki torches, of course, can help uh, not only provide some light, but also chase some of the bugs away sure. as well. 
another thing is, uh, and this is one I learned, again, the hard way the first time around. At our first house, we only had one bathroom. And the pipes in that bad boy were old, really old, like older than you and older than Gene. And so what we started doing was renting a porta potty and sticking it outside by the garage. And so that it would help alleviate that stress on yeah, our toilet sure. and the traffic in the house. That's a good point. So uh, at one point a couple of years ago when the party got a little bit too big, we had two porta potties and I think we had a hand washing station at one point. But now we have three bathrooms in our house at our new place. I still rent the porta potty. It's helpful too. You know, you're outside, you're throwing bags, you're playing yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. beer. Don't want to have to go in. Don't just... want to go inside and you got that porta potty. And it's great. It's uh, affordable. They drop it off on Thursday. They pick it up on Monday. I don't have to dick around with it. It's wonderful. Um, this one is an important one. I, I just learned the last couple of years. We have a nice fenced-in backyard for our dogs, mm-hmm. but we've started to board them. Oh, during, for the party? For the party. Yeah. You know, at first, it's nice. You have your dogs there. Everybody loves dogs. Mm-hmm. They're outside. Then the problem is they're eating stuff off the ground that yep. they shouldn't be eating. Right. And with everybody coming and going, you don't know where the dogs are. And our cat gets so freaked out. So we just board all of our animals and we pick them up on Sunday at Hillside. It's, it's just so much easier. It's a good idea. I never thought of that. Uh, and this one is difficult to accomplish. Uh, last but not least, these are some of my tips. Uh, if you're having a summer party, empty your fridge the week before. Like oh, the, make room. The leading up to the party is very important. If you've got a bunch of beer and soda and chips and dips and whatever else you keep in your fridge, mm-hmm. try to eat all that stuff, drink all that stuff, get rid of it, make room because you're going to eventually have a ton of leftover food and you're going to want to stick that in your fridge. And if you don't have any room in there to begin with, it's going to be brutal. Yeah. going to be brutal. And some of that food you want to save. You know, I know it's been sitting out all day, but man, some of that stuff, I don't want to get rid of it. It's too delicious. It's so great. I want to have it the next day. Mm-hmm. So yeah, try to empty your fridge out as you lead up to your party. If you got a party on a Saturday, start on Monday. Start, you know, kind of working mm-hmm. your way through Eat that. Eat some stuff. leftovers and bring some things into work. Share it with the, you know, your coworkers and then have that extra room in your fridge. But uh, there you go. Some tips from me to you. If you're having a summer party this year and you're looking uh, to maximize your entertainment time with your friends and your guests. Hopefully that helps. Ryan. Ryan. Gene. Gene. Shaw. Shaw. And when you want the job done right, you go to the best. You are listening to the best of the Morning Sickness Podcast. What day is it, Shaw? Wednesday. No, I mean, what day is it? Humpty. No, I mean, what day is it? It's the 3rd of August. No, I mean, what day is it? (laughs) I don't know. It's National Grab Some Nuts Day, Shaw. Oh, yeah? It's National Grab Some Nuts Day. So do your part. And grab some nuts today, but not too hard. This special day only comes one time a year. So somebody goes for your nuts, just buy them a couple of beers. Some people have nuts to grab, some people don't. If you can't find any nuts, don't mean you won't. I know there's one or two nuts in every home. National Grab Some Nuts Day, Shaw. Hmm. You going to be grabbing some nuts later on? Uh, maybe some peanuts, I don't know, some walnuts. How many, how many nuts do you, you do you like to have in your hand at one time, Shaw? I've never counted, Brian. Multiple nuts, huh? More than say, two? Yeah, handful. You like a handful of nuts? I guess. What do you do with those nuts after they're in your hand? You pop them in your mouth. You pop nuts in your mouth? Mm-hmm. Are they delicious? Well, yeah. Do you like salted nuts? I do. Do you like any other flavored nuts? No, I don't get into the flavored. No? No, just straight up. You like straight up nuts? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> National Grab Some Nuts Day. Uh, almonds, pistachios, pecans, walnuts. I can name all kinds of nuts. Macadamia. Macadamia nuts. 
Uh, Harlan Pepper. You quit. <laughs> you quit naming nuts in there, Harlan Pepper. I just I love naming nuts. I used to be able to name every nut that there was, and that used to drive my mother crazy because she used to say, Harlan Pepper, if you don't stop naming nuts. And the joke was, of course, that we lived in pine nut, and I think that's what put it in my head at that at that point. So I'd go to sleep. She'd hear me in the other room, and she would just start yelling. I say peanut, hazelnut, Ooh. cashew nut, Ooh, cashew. macadamia nut. That was the one that was sent her <laughs> into a, going crazy. She said, you stop naming nuts. You stop naming nuts, y'all. <laughs> Unless it's National Grab Some That's Nuts right. Day. Today's the day. Cashew nuts. I don't think anybody refers to them no, as cashew nuts. No, cashews. But they're good for you, right? Isn't that yeah, the deal? Sure. They're part of a healthy, balanced mm-hmm. diet, all that crap. So... Eat some nuts today on National Grab Some Nuts Day, Shaw. What time are you going to grab some nuts? <laughs> uh, probably when I get home, I would say. Do you want to grab some uh, some nuts with me? Do you want to get together, me and you? We'll grab some nuts grab together. Grab some nuts, sure. Is that a thing? Is that okay with you? I, I think so. Have you ever grabbed uh, another man's nuts? Like if he had them on the table, his uh, nuts were out on the table, Shaw, and you said, hey, I want to eat those nuts. Yeah, just reach my hand in there and... Yeah. yeah, grab some. Do you like, uh, when you get peanuts, do you suck all the salt off the outer shell, or do you uh, open them up? Talking about one that's salted in the shell? Yeah, like if you get a bag of salted peanuts, do you suck the salt off the shell, then open them up? No. And, no? no? No, I don't. Okay. Just, no. am I weird because I do that? <laughs> They're generally salty enough, I think. I don't that. think the inside's salty enough. I want that extra mm. salt on the outside. Got it. But I'm a fat piece of crap, so I need that salt to keep living, Shaw. If I don't have it, I'm, <laughs> I'm a goner. Brian, Gene, and Shaw get their best stuff every Saturday morning. All systems go. The best of the morning sickness. Only on 95.7 The Rock. And Germany's annual Oktoberfest festival is finally on again for this fall after a two-year hiatus due to the pandemic. The head of the famous Bavarian Beer Festival in Munich said the celebrations will be held without any pandemic restrictions from September 17th to October 3rd. Some 487 breweries, along with restaurants, wine vendors, and others, will be present. And opening hours will be even longer than in the past, with the first beer tents opening at 9 a.m., closing at 10.30 p.m. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We're back to normal, Shaw. Yeah, we're less than two months away from Lacrosse's Oktoberfest now. I want our Oktoberfest to bring in that spinning wheel of death thing. Have you seen that? that thing? No, I don't think so. What is it? I don't know what the hell it's called, but I've seen it in videos. Is it in Munich? So, remember when we were kids and at the playground they had the thing that spun around and it had the bars and you'd hold yeah. on to your life. And then you get dizzy and, and you fall really off. dizzy and you fall off. Well, they removed anything fun at the, at the playground mm-hmm. because, God forbid, a kid gets hurt in this day and age. We can't have jarts. We can't have these spinning <laughs> things at the... Can't have anything fun anymore. They put shredded tires in there so some kid doesn't skin his knee. Good Lord, a kid needs a Band-Aid. <laughs> Somebody call the uh, ASPCA or whatever the hell they call. Anyways, so remember, what the hell was that thing called? I don't remember what it was called. I, I know what you're talking Mary, about. What, merry-go-round? No, not yeah, a mer- it wasn't a merry-go-round. No, I mean, you can get him going super fast. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, people yeah. would, like, hang off the edge, well, you know? Have, you'd have, like, one guy, and he would spin <laughs> He'd it. He'd be the spinner, yeah. And then as it came around, he'd hit it, whap, whap, and, you know, you get it going. And, you, you know, the idea was to hold on for as long as you could before you either slid off or mm-hmm. puked. And, the, and I think we all sort of had, like, a... We had a, a system, right? I think if you put your back up to the middle and you weren't... You know what I mean? And you were facing outward, mm-hmm, Shaw. Mm-hmm. It helped you uh, with the dizziness part. Anyways, I digress. So, Oktoberfest, 
in Germany, apparently, and I've seen videos of this thing, and I don't know if they still have it or if it's uh, from something a long time ago. It's it's sort of like that, but it's it's more like a top. Okay. So it's sort of uh, pointed at the top, and it's round, and so it slopes down towards the ground from the middle. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. And it spins like around. Like a teepee. Yeah, kind of like a teepee. So it spins around, and you're and the idea is to stay, but there's no bars to hold you there. Oh. So it's basically the same thing, but it's not flat. It's it's you know it's it's um, sloped, and so you go on there and you like spinning this thing around <laughs> after a couple of beers, and you were drinking beers in the fest tent, all, you know, all afternoon or whatever, having some schnitzel, and the next thing you know, <laughs> you're on this thing, <laughs> and it's spinning around, and all these people in their later hose and yeah. their dundles are getting tossed off this thing. It's hilarious. I don't I don't know what the hell. Someone will text in. They'll figure it out. I can't remember the hell of the stupid. But, I, of course, Oktoberfest won't do that because, God forbid, somebody skins right. their knee and gets hurt. Then they'll sue Oktoberfest. I'm surprised they let us play Hammerschlagen. I don't, obviously, I don't want anybody to sue Oktoberfest. I just think people never want to take personal responsibility. Look, if you're drinking and you get on this stupid thing and you hurt yourself, guess mm-hmm. whose fault that is? That's mm-hmm. your fault. Ain't nobody else's problem but yours. All right? I would love to see that thing at Fest. I'd get on it. I'd try it once. And then I'd crack my skull open, and that'd be enough for me. I'd be like, all right, well, I'll learn my lesson. That was fun for a minute. Yeah. You know, I ride around on my motorcycle in shorts with no helmet on, and if I crash, that's my fault. All right? If my if I suffer brain injury, that's because of me. I chose mm-hmm. not to wear my helmet. I'm not blaming anybody else. I mean, yeah, some guy hits me. I mean, it's his fault, but it, the, the stupidity of not wearing a helmet mm-hmm. is my fault. Anyways, a little rant there. A little, little rant. I apologize. I don't know what the hell that thing's called. Are you Googling it? I'm not. I don't know even what to, right, let me Google. What to Google. I'm going to Google. Spinny thing. At, that's exactly what I'm going to Google. At Oktoberfest. Spinning thing at Oktoberfest. Hold on one sec. Spinning thing at Oktoberfest. It's got to have a name. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's got to have a name. Hold on one sec. Here we go. All right. The Tufel's Rad. Oh, of course. You're probably pronouncing that wrong. Oh, your your daughter. I know. Where she's right your, now. She's correcting you. Where the hell is your daughter when I need her? She corrected me on Mirtzen. She's listening in Madison. I was always saying Marzen, and she said no. Mirtzen. Mirtzen. Uh, the Tufel's Rad. <laughs> it's T T E U F E L S R A D. That's a mouthful. The Devil's Wheel. I love it. Oh, there you go. Let's call it that. <laughs> Has been at Oktoberfest since two thousand uh, nineteen ten. Offered unadulterated fun for more than a century. Yes, fun. Participants are on the inside of a wooden platform that rotates faster and faster. The goal is to try to maintain balance. Tufel's rad. You got to see this thing. It's hilarious. And so it's flat and it's sloped down. And they're all in the middle when it starts spinning. And they're all wearing... And everybody's laughing, having a good time. It's not intent... The intent is not to kill people and hurt them. But, oh, man, do they get tossed off. Once this thing gets really going, Shaw, you got to oh, see look it. I'm watching the video with her. She goes, <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there goes two more. <laughs> well, and it's kids, and I think, and then they got a ball that's like swinging in the middle. Yes. Trying to knock you out of the middle. And they're trying oh, to. Right in the head. Then they throw a rope on this thing, and they're trying to like. Uh, oh. Like, I mean, do you see the rope? Yeah, thing? I'm just watching that right now. Oh, my God. Oh, oh she's going to get strangled. Oh, my gosh. Like, this thing isn't hard enough already. Oh, dude, we got to get this at Oktoberfest. This thing is freaking sweet. That is sweet. fun. So you, you see who can stay on the longest. Well, yeah, and not, not lose their cookies. Right? Oh, that chick got hit in the head like Oh, now they're going to start wrestling each other. Oh, there's a pillow fight? Uh, it's some kind of fight. Giggity, giggity. This thing looks crazy. Oh, right in the head. I know, right? <laughs> Why don't we have this thing? Let's talk to this. We know some fest people. We know some fest people. All right, we'll make this thing happen. We got the temple. How the hell do you say it? Tufel's red? Is it that sounds good to me? Because it is it the because of the e before the u? Tufel's red. 
Whatever it is, it looks friggin' awesome. We got to get this thing. I would watch that all day. I'd stand there with a beer in my hand. I'd just watch people go flying off that thing. You want to talk entertainment. This is your wake-up service. You want the best. Do they need the air? Do they need the air? Give them the air. You got it. That's the best part. The best of the morning sickness. Oh, it's the best. Saturdays on 95.7 The Rock. And this is some MacGyver-level crime right here. Last month, inmates at a jail in Kansas got caught smuggling drugs in through a hole they'd somehow made in a reinforced plastic window of the jail. Uh, They weren't sure how they managed it, but now they know. One of the inmates softened the plastic on the window by using hemorrhoid cream. Uh, He said he smeared the window with hemorrhoid cream, then took a lighter to it for three and a half hours to soften the plastic. Once it was soft enough, he used a drain pipe from a sink to punch a hole through the window. Then he made a rope out of torn fabric, pushed it through the hole, had someone outside tie it to a sock filled with contraband, and pulled it back in. Obviously, the inmates are in trouble. A 22-year-old prison guard apparently caught them in the act, but didn't say anything, and he's now facing jail time himself. You can get hemorrhoid cream in jail? I guess. Interesting. I don't know if that was considered so did, contraband as did well. Did he have a little tube of it? I assume. Or did he, like, have to have it applied by the nurse, and then he went back so, to the cell and scooped it out? You know, you're asking questions I hadn't thought about. Well, inquiring minds want to know, Shaw. <laughs> yes, and you are an inquiring mind. Well, you give me half of the information here on the mm-hmm. story. I mean, yeah. What do you, you need to know besides hemorrhoid cream melts a window? Well, after three hours. Right. I, mean, I got to assume the lighter is contraband. Oh, of course. But the hemorrhoid cream, you got it. Maybe he went down to the, you know, the 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 doctor's office. What do they got in the jail? Nurse's office? What do they yeah, got there? Sure. Doctor's office? What do they got? I would, it depends on the jail. You can get it at the commissary with your with your cookies <laughs> and your Twinkies. You get one of the your cigarettes. You get it with your smokes. You you win that in a game of poker. You get some <laughs> hemorrhoid cream, preparation H. Goes for top dollar. Or do you have to have it applied liberally by the, the nurse at the nurse's station? And then you go back and you scoop it out yourself. And then you spread it all over the window. And I can't believe they have actual windows. That's made of some kind of plastic. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That's some real... we got to try to turn this guy's life around. Right? I mean, think of the ingenuity. Think of the good he could do. Well... Just it, pointed in the right direction. Yeah, I mean, that's some... I would have never thought of that. I suppose when you're in jail, you got nothing better to do that's than true. think about... All kinds of time how to can think I get out of things? here? I know, I'll get some ass cream, and then I'll light it on fire, and I'll use the, the sink to break out of here. Yeah, that jail guard should be in big trouble, too. Mm-hmm. He saw what was going on didn't tell anybody. No. Come on, man. It's your job. What are you doing in there, Bob? Nothing, just spreading ass cream all over the window. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Keep at it. <laughs> <laughs> doing the Lord's work in here, Shaw. Yep. Was it hemorrhoid? Was it preparation H? Or was they it? They didn't specify. They just said some, hemorrhoid cream. But Some kind know. of like uh, generic brand. Maybe, that maybe generic. Maybe it was on a recall a list and it's got some kind of like special thing in there, some kind of special ingredient that we don't know about. And if that stuff melts plastic, it must be powerful. Yeah, I don't want that on my warts and, you know, in my butthole. No, thanks. Melting glass, <laughs> breaking people out of prison and solving your <laughs> wart problem up your rear end. Not that they're not warts, right? Hemorrhoids, they're like... Uh, I don't know what they're classified as, Brent. What are they, Shaw? So you don't have any answers to my questions. No, I don't. I really don't. <laughs> you brought it up, though. You're, you know, you know, I'm going to ask questions about hemorrhoids.
It's some kind of problem back there, right? Uh, we can agree on that, yeah. Okay. Don't go anywhere. Another dose of the best stuff from the morning sickness is on the way. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. The best of the morning sickness. Only on. Favorite station. 95.7. The Rock. It's Friday. The weekend's here and you're looking for something to do. Check out three things to do in and around lacrosse this weekend. Three, of course, is one more than two. See more on the morning sickness page at 957therock.com or on the free 957therock app. It's the weekend. Oh, yeah, Shaw. So much going on in the area. Uh-huh. Including the rock stops today and tomorrow, which I'll be at. This afternoon, 4 until 535 at Jimmy's North Star with Twisted Tea. Get twisted all summer long. They got gyros. Mm. Like several different gyros. You that know what I good. like? You like gyros. Several different gyros. <laughs> <laughs> That's today at the uh, Jimmy's North Star on the north side with Twisted Tea. And then tomorrow at the Sweet Stop and Sandwich Shop. Oh, little, perfect. Maybe a little cheesecakes. I can't wait. Brenda says she'll be bright-eyed and bushy-tailed after going to that Puddle of Mud show tonight. So we'll we'll see. I'm very excited. I got two rock stops at two great places today and tomorrow. I have other plans this weekend. And if you're looking for something to do, there's no shortage of things going on in the Cooley region. Here's a list of things you can check out this weekend. Tonight, over at the Royal Vingers, American Legion Post 52. It's the 8th anniversary of River City Championship Wrestling, Shaw. Oh, fun. Intense action starts at 7 o'clock, goes till about 10 p.m. Tickets are super affordable. Prices start at $5. Ringside seats only 13 bucks. I don't know if there's any ringside seats available anymore. However, you can buy them online for the 8th annual birthday bash over at the Royal Vingers American Legion Post for River City Championship Wrestling. Lots of Matt slamming action, Shaw. Mm-hmm. Don't forget, they're bringing in Rick, the Nature Boy, Flair. Woo! As well to Champions Riverside Resorts in October. Really? Yeah, the Nature Boy. Just finished his uh, wrestling career, wrapped it up, calling it a career finally at the age of 73. Last weekend on pay-per-view. And uh, they're bringing him in to Champions Riverside Resort in October. And uh, you can find out more about that by going to the Morning Sickness page. Woo! You think I'm going to be there? I think so. You know it, buddy. You know it. Hey, Saturday, speaking of anniversary parties, 608 Brewing Company up there on the north side there, they're having their fourth anniversary party. It's been four years since they opened their doors. I wouldn't have guessed that. Yeah, they actually started uh, on Wednesday with their anniversary party. It's like every day they've got different releases and specials on beers and cans and bottles, and they're pulling stuff out of the basement and all all sorts of things. Uh, Tomorrow, though, they open at noon, I believe. Over at 608, they're going to have raffles, they're going to have prizes, they're going to have special releases, including their Double Barrel Nebulous Void, their BA Nebulous Void, Thai Banana Peanut Butter Cup, and then their BA Coconuts Rule Everything Around Me <laughs> release. So they've got several uh, big, heavy-duty beers, Shaw. Uh, Calling that, your name. That might keep you yeah. warm all winter long. Find out more uh, on that at the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. Saxon Hall, Saturday night. Down to Brownsville, they got great pizza on the menu, of course. Mm-hmm. All sorts of other appetizers as well. Order a pizza and check out live music from Crooked Willow. They're going to be playing on the outdoor patio, oh, weather fine. weather permitting, uh, from 7 until 10. They've got ice-cold beers, live tunes, and amazing pizza at Saxon Hall. Why wouldn't you go down there on a right. hashtag Saturday Beautiful night? Beautiful drive. Beautiful drive down there. Uh, I don't know. What time is the rain supposed to happen on Saturday night? Late, uh, late it sounds All like. All right, so they should stay dry. Yeah. And then hashtag Sunday Funday, again, weather permitting, Big Al's Patio, Chiba, 
You might have seen them at the Froth Bite at the Lacrosse Center a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. That's Cheech and Chubba doing the damn thing on the patio at Big L's in downtown Lacrosse for more pizza and more music and more beverages. It's a neat little spot there. Yeah, I know you tried to go down there a few weeks ago. Yeah, and, and we uh, did go down actually a couple weeks ago. And, and there, was, there was supposed to be Tom Conrad, but for some reason he wasn't playing. Right. We later made it to see Don Harvey down there. but I'm assuming that if there is weather on Sunday, which it seems like that's mm-hmm. a, a foregone conclusion, that they will move Chiba indoors over there at Big Al's in downtown Lacrosse. But they're scheduled to be outside Sunday from 2 until 5 on the patio. Chiba at Big Al's in downtown Lacrosse. And there you go. There's my list of things going around, uh, going on around Lacrosse. If you want to see the list, it's on the Morning Sickness page at 957therock.com. And there's also a ton of other events at aroundrivercity.com. Mm-hmm. And if you've got an event coming up that you want us to talk about or you want to see featured on that website, you can submit it for free, Shaw. Just slap it right up there. Missed it. Download it. This is the Morning Sickness Podcast. I love it. It's brilliant. On 957therock.com and the 957therock app.